Welcome to Season 1, Episode 15 of No Pyro, No Podcast, where we talk all things Jacksonville Armada. In this week's episode, we have myself, Daniel Dad Johnson, along with Derek. Hey, what's going on, everyone? And uh, in this week's episode, we're just freshly back from a trip out west to Hattiesburg, Mississippi. And so what we're going to do is we're going to do things a little bit different in this episode. We're kind of going to talk about our road trip. And uh, then we'll touch on a little bit of the uh, disappointing uh, into the regular season where the uh, Jackson Armada fell 5-1 to the stars of Southern States. And we're also going to talk about what it all means and right. what happens next. Right, because this all has a meaning. Um, it wasn't uh, win and you're out, uh, fortunately, but uh, it does kind of have implications on who we face in the playoffs going forward. All right, Derek, so where do you want to start? I'm going to start off with, I am tired. <laughs> it's, we're, uh, what, now about uh, less than 48 hours, or 24 hours since kickoff in Hattiesburg, right. um, and we're back in Jacksonville. It was a long trip uh, yeah. from Jacksonville. It's, it's a seven and a half hour drive, and we, we decided we're going to, since we are supporters and we're talk, this podcast is a view from supporters, we we figured we'll tell you guys about our story about the trip, and yeah. especially since there was no video to rewatch to really discuss the game to with everyone. Yeah, st- streaming problems, and we even brought our own crew to do the stream. Uh, yeah, Mike, and equipment. Mike, and equipment. Mike Jenkins was there as, um, as well as Lewis, and they still couldn't get things to work out. Um I can tell you, I'm very tired. I've been up since about 5 a.m. Central at the time of recording now. What is it? It is uh, a little bit after 8 p.m. Eastern. And I did a little bit of napping in the car on the way. I didn't get a nap once I got home, so I'm a little cranky. And also the result has me a little bit cranky, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, so we had a long day on Saturday. So we we left Jacksonville, what, about? Roughly eight o'clock Roughly. in the morning. We knew it was going to be a seven and a half hour drive to uh, to Hattiesburg, but we figured we'd give ourselves enough time to pregame and also uh, maybe check into our hotel um, ahead of time. But uh, we uh, we made this trip two years before, and we lost two years before. Um, and it was such a long drive back the next day with the rain that we decided that after the game, we'd drive back to Mobile. Right. So we tried to stop at our hotel in Mobile, but I guess we were a little bit early for check-in. Right. And hey, Derek, so, who, who did we have with us? So we had the uh, our favorite Scottish man, Ian, aboard with us. And uh, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, for sure. Um, then we made our way to Hattiesburg, and then who did we meet up with in Hattiesburg? Yeah, so we met up with the great Jake Sillick and his lovely wife, Ashley. Um, they were uh, heading back from Florida uh, to their home in Texas, so we decided to, uh, they wanted to join in the game, and uh, the five of us uh, decided to catch up. We found a, a bar there. Um, what was the name of the bar, Dan? Uh, Walk-Ons. Walk-ons, yeah. So yeah. we just chilled there for a couple hours. Had some. Uh, I had a really good burger there, 
and the manager was giving me shit about uh apparently he thinks laker fans are obnoxious okay well here's wait wait let's back that up a little bit so we were just talking about local local sports and uh yeah about the, the love of brett Favre and hattiesburg and we won't go into that uh derek threw out the question to the uh to the manager who are the most obnoxious fans that they get in? Because tell he, us, Derek. He, he's he's lived in like Wisconsin. He mentioned he lived in Florida. He lived in Oklahoma. And I was thinking he would pick like he's not a fan of any of those areas. Um, and I thought he would like really say one of those local fan bases in that area. I was hoping for Florida since. Our friends are huge Gator fans, right? Or maybe even uh, Alabama. And I was just trying to stir the pot. <clears throat> right. We thought, uh, I was thinking maybe he'd go with Alabama, being Alabama's yeah. adjacent to there in Mississippi. But yeah, what he, Derek, tell us what what did he come out with? So he came up with Lakers fans, like randomly okay. out of the blue, which is right. weird because I'm a diehard Laker fan, right? And, and, and I want to I want to put this in context. I had to look over to see if Derek had anything Laker on his person. Whether it would be no, that's what I'm wearing an American Outlaw shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing on a keychain. Nothing, you know. He has no Lakers tattoos or anything like that. And we all busted out laughing at the table because it's like this guy just just called Derek out and he didn't even know it. Yeah, like if you know me, I'm one. What one of the Lakers' last uh, championships? Uh, not the last one with LeBron. But the one with Kobe about two weeks before, or two three weeks before, they played Boston in the uh, the championship. I was walking through downtown Boston, head to toe Laker gear with my mom. So it, it's I, I can be obnoxious with uh, my attire representing my team. Obnoxious period. The yeah, obnoxious. but like it, it's like I can be obnoxious in a not. Do okay, things not, not so subtle, but like not just... can be, not can be. You are <laughs> so, but it was a uh, it was weird being called out without him meaning to. But I get what he was saying. There, so. there was there was an aura. But he, uh, his his reasoning why Laker fans are obnoxious is because apparently in Hattiesburg, it's always the debate of who's better, if Kobe or LeBron. We won't get into that. That no, that's not this that. podcast. All right. So, so <laughs> all right, let's move on. So we uh, did a did a grocery grocery store run to the local Winn Dixie and uh, picked up what was supposed to be just a six pack of beer. I think it I think turned. We ended up with eighteen. <laughs> yeah, with eighteen, and then we headed over to uh, Oak Grove. Yeah, uh, which for, is about for... five ten minutes away from where yeah. we were eating at. Yeah, it wasn't far. It wasn't far. So we hung out in the parking lot for a little bit. Um, Hung out in the parking lot, chilled there for a bit, and then we meandered in. Uh, no admission, uh, no admission charge, no security, no security checks. Just some, no supporters. Uh, no supporters. Just a, a couple soccer moms at the gate and a security guy. Which is weird because when we were there two years ago, I, I don't know what happened last year. We, I wasn't there. All right. But two years ago, they had a group of like fifteen, like younger kids, probably high school, young college that were um, trying their best at being supporters. Right. Um, it was different, we'll just yeah. say. Yeah, it seemed, to be, it seemed to be the majority of the crowd were over on the other side where the uh, yeah. the brick building and, and the club are in the fancy seats and the balconies and stuff and things like that. That was uh, pretty full. But over on the side, the bleachers where the regular folk were, I mean, you could probably count the ones um, without a pink cushion. Right. You could probably count on um, maybe six hands the number of people on that side. Maybe. 
Um, yeah. Then you, had, then you had a gaggle of kids on the field behind the main field that were uh, having to kick around the whole time. So the uh, atmosphere was definitely different this time around. Uh, yeah. Than, so, than, than, and they put us in the ago. corner flag. Yeah. And it was uh, when the game started, it was uh, the side that our model was attacking on. So, right. You want to get into the game? Not really. We started out. Let's start solid. with the lineup. Okay, let's start let's, with the lineup. Yeah, let's let's start with the lineup. So yeah. So on the top, we had uh, from left to right, Adriano, Taylor, and Coimbra. In the middle, we had Reason over on the right, Toby McCollum, Teddy West, and Nick Herb on the right, which I think that was his first start on the year. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I was just gonna say that I haven't seen him start this year. And then. On the back line, we had our normal three of Art Redmore, Miles Shanley, and Alex Smith. In goal was Jason Dubervik, who just coming off a clean sheet, mm-hmm. and the Armada as a team coming off two straight clean sheets. Right. What was your li- actually? Let me go into the reserves real quick before I ask you what your thoughts were on the lineup. So the other players that made the trip, Michael Gary was a backup keeper. We had Gavin Pinzone, Jed Bowman. Cal Chavez, Mason Tunbridge, Savio Pellucci, and Giancarlo Vaccaro. What was your thoughts on the lineup? I was a little bit shocked to see uh, uh, Nick Herb in there. It just seemed like an odd. I mean, I don't, we obviously we don't know the reasons why. You know, we don't because obviously we're well, not he, he did play. Um, he was one of the later subs against the New Orleans Jesters. Right, but I still didn't expect him. In the last him. game. He was a surprise starter. Like I said, we're not privy to what goes on during the week in training. Uh, you know, we know Tommy makes decisions based on, you know, kind of what goes on there. We don't know what the uh, you know injury situation was and, you know, yeah, how uh, healthy people were. That that does bring up something is, what is Richard Spencer healthy? Right. So we, we saw him go off in Pensacola. Um, he didn't play against New Orleans. Now he didn't even make the trip to Hattiesburg. So I'm curious on what his health is. Right. So I mean, there. Yeah, you know, we can we can sit here, you know, and speculate and try to figure out why. But for me, that was just the one. The one. Hmm. Wonder what's up with that. So, uh, but they don't pay us to make those decisions. We have a man that's much smarter than the both of us to make those decisions. So, you know, it was what it was. One name I was excited about seeing back, or actually two people I was excited about. Giancarlo Vaccaro was back. Yep. He had uh he was on the bench. He had a mask on for, to protect. He remember he just had surgery on his face after that collision with the Roots Keeper. Right. A few weeks back. Um, but a name we haven't seen at all this year was Cal Chavez. Right. JU guy, he's been with the Armada last couple of years. In terms of stats, I can tell you one second. He has seven goals for the Armada in 2021. He had two goals in 2022. He had five goals, and I think there was one game he had a hat trick. I think it was against Pensacola in the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. So it's I was really excited to see him back in the li- in the lineup. I know he's been out injured for. Uh, for the past probably six months or so, mm-hmm. so yeah, and it was good to, uh, to see Geo. And this is the second time I've seen him since his injury, and I have to say, couldn't tell anything was up with his nose. Looked absolutely, 
uh, like it was pre-injury. So uh, he won't, you know, it, you know, I know I have I have a couple of friends that have broken their noses three and four times that are rugby players, and you know they always have to usually have a story to tell, or you know, people always want to say, "Hey, what happened to you?" He's not going to have that problem. Yeah, um, looking as handsome as ever. All right, all right. So for the, uh, I would say for the first twenty-five minutes, I think we were we we're doing our thing. We actually had a very good opportunity while we were high pressing. Like we, the the first twenty five minutes, we had full control of the match. Sure, yeah. Like they they had like maybe two counters that weren't really troubling, but right. I think Edu missed a couple shots. We had like three straight corners at one point that they they called a foul on one of them. Another one was just over our two center backs that were crashing in. Another one, we got to it, and their keeper made one hell of a spectacular save on the um, on the goal line. Yeah, props Defended. to him. He had an excellent match, for sure. And then there was a couple moments that the Southern States looked in the early part of the game to have trouble with our high press. Right. They were turning the ball over. There was one moment where... Edu Coimbra forced to turn over along the right-hand side when they were playing back towards the keeper. Went to, who was that? Adriano, um, who was actually in a more center at that moment. Um, he beat the Southern States defender to the ball. And instead of just one time in it past the keeper, or one time in it on goal, he tried to go around the keeper, but he's pretty much on the end line and took away any chance for an angle and it, that was probably our best chance in the first half right and then um, a little bit after that thing started to turn a little bit yeah so they started getting a little more possession there was that counter um that they had and then in the 36 minute santiago hoyos he he's what was it on the uh, a ball over the top along the left hand mm -hmm. side i think it was dan yep mm-hmm he gets the ball and just slots it into the into the back of the net. Um, it was it was a very good strike, very good counterattack. They were they were very deliberate with things. This was actually a moment that they had most of the possession uh, for that, like to, for about ten minutes. But we started we 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 got a counter and then they countered back. I think and was what happened in that first goal. Right. Let's back up a little bit before maybe it was probably about maybe ten. Uh, right, probably about ten minutes before that goal, we had someone approach Talking about us. The security guard. <laughs> yeah, we had someone approach us uh, in the stands. Now, take paint this picture if you will. It was uh, me, Ian, Derek, Jake, and Jake's wife's Ashley. So five not of us. a yeah, five of us. Not a large group. No, no noise making. No, you know, no drums. No, no drums. Just our voices, um, voices and clapping. And what did the security guard come over to tell us? I thought he was coming over because we had uh, like three or four smoke canisters sitting on the the uh, bench. I thought, or you know, the the uh, bleacher behind us. I thought that was going to be a problem, but no, that wasn't. The problem. I thought they were asking. I thought he was going to ask me to, since they had an issue with ball boys and balls being around the field. Right. I, right. I convinced the the Armada players to get me a ball because we were right by the corner flag to like get the ball in quick. So in case we wanted to go quick, in fact, at one point we, the we referee stopped. The referee stopped the game. It was not long after the security guard game and started screaming "ball, ball, ball, ball." He was trying to tell the uh, Southern States management to 
spread their ball boys out <laughs> because they they were all on one side. Yeah, they they had like two balls for the whole field. Yeah, it was crazy. And it, it was it. it it looked like it was a deliberate attempt to slow the game down because if they get a draw, they get the one seed at right, that point right. in time. And so after after the referee started yelling out ball and pointing everywhere, that became my thing was yell ball, 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 ball. Yeah. So that, that could have possibly pushed the security guard the wrong way. So the I don't know. security guard comes over. And he comes directly to me because I'm on the I'm the closest to the corner, which is closest to where he's coming from, which he was manning the gate. Apparently, someone had a complaint that we were being too loud, and they asked us to tone it down a little bit. Ball, ball, which was, ball, ball. My my reaction, I was like, did I miss something? Did did someone say like some of the people we have, we we might say some um. Things that points. aren't that delicate, right? At times, so I was like, "Shoot, did someone say something that was uh, maybe over the line?" Maybe ball, ball, so ball. I asked ball, him, and he's uh, he's like, "I don't know. Someone just told me that someone made a complaint, so they asked me to talk to you." I was like, "We normally come here with drums, and we're like a lot louder than this. We're actually being mellow." I was like, "Well, I, I need you all to keep it down." Like, well, I was like, "Whatever, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever." And, and then I, think- I go talk to. Uh, NPSL official that was at the game and asked them if we said something. He's like, no, like, uh, you're good. If, uh, if, if they come at you with anything, let me know and take care of it. Right. So it was, <laughs> it was weird that they were, uh, they, they, they were feeling a little intimidated by five people out of their 400 attendance number. <laughs> well, we did we did have we did have a very large Albano giant with us who can be intimidating at times. So yeah, maybe it was the sheer size of uh, yeah. the, the veteran Jake Silic uh, kind of got them scared a little. Anyway, back to your regularly <laughs> scheduled programming already in progress. So after that first goal, you know, I'm thinking, okay, no biggie. We've been in this spot before. You know, we'll we'll, we'll turn it around and. Uh, didn't quite go that way, did it? Yeah, we through the end of the first half, we had a couple more chances, but we couldn't do anything with those chances. We, we were it looked forcing the ball down that right hand side to either Edu, which kept getting intercepted, mm-hmm. or we we're looking for Cole Reason over on the left on the overlap. We we weren't really doing anything else. Uh, it, nothing was going to. Angus Taylor in the middle to distribute it, to break the lines that way. Teddy Weston and Toby McCollum were getting up a little bit, but it, it's our offense was predictable at times in that in that first half, and they were starting to pick up on what we were doing. Right. So, so not second really, half. Yeah, so not really, not really a lot happened after that. Whistle blows. We go into the uh, second half down. One zero. Well, halftime we go back out to the car. Well, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> and we uh, a few of the guys were uh, had a couple drinks, and we went back in since there was no ticket charge, or whatever. And we relocated to the other side of the uh, field since there was empty bleachers over there, and we're kind of away from everyone. Yeah that that whole half was empty. Yeah, from, from the center line to the to all the way down to that far end was the, nobody in the bleachers on that side. Yeah, so we we ended up uh, going over there to that way we could celebrate the goal and try to see like we can be in the party because we're we're still hopeful that we're gonna flip this game. 
it didn't happen though. No. Uh, <laughs> we had a couple set pieces uh, for corners. We weren't doing anything well, and then around like the fifty-fourth minute, there was a foul that on Southern States and took down Miles Shanley and. Miles looked like he was in extreme amounts of pain right. in a, in a very delicate spot for a man. Yes, that's a good way to put that. Yeah. And we, and we did have a certified athletic trainer with us as well. Yeah, oh, so man. she, she kind of narrowed it down that he got hit there or it was a <laughs> testicular uh, torsion. Uh, yeah, which testicular torsion was to... the term. Yes, was the term yeah. that was used. So, but it's, it, it, it was a... Uh, it was a moment that we were stuck with ten men, and we're all looking around because we're we were expected we, we were in the corner, so we couldn't really see what was going on with our trainers uh, taking care of them on the bench. But there was like no subs getting ready to come up. We're down a goal, honestly, fiftieth minute. We thought that there was going to be subs coming on um, in the first half. Geo and Mason and Gavin were warming up. I thought one or two of those guys were coming on at halftime. Right. We, we were struggling on the right-hand side a little bit. Um, I thought Jed would have been a good person to come in on at halftime to change the tempo of things. Bring in, bring in that uh, signature Jed Bowman work rate. Right. And, and oh, tenacity, too. I, I would put his tenacity higher than his work rate. Well, the two go hand in hand. You can't, yeah, have, you but... can't have tenacity without the work rate. But now we're at about, actually, it was probably closer to the 50th minute the miles went down. And we're playing with 10 guys for about three, four minutes. They finally, like, we break up a, a good scoring opportunity for them. We go back down. We try for something. And we, I think we get a free kick uh, outside the box. We don't do anything with it. And then there's, like, a little more back and forth. And then Miles comes on, gets waved back on, and it's like a counterattack going back towards our team, going towards our goal. And he rushes out to the middle. I actually, in real time, I thought it was him that was called for the foul, but it was Redmore that was called for a foul in the box. It looked, it was a cross sent in from the left-hand side, and it looked from our angle on the other side of the field near the corner. To me, I thought it was like shoulder to shoulder and right. two people competing for the ball. I don't see a foul anywhere on the pitch with that. No. I wasn't there close enough to really get a good angle, and I can't watch a replay to to say something, but referee calls a penalty. Right. Santiago Hoyas, who now has seven goals at this point in leading the Gulf Coast Conference, hits the PK. And he is now on eight goals for the season. Right, Dan. What What's your thoughts on that whole scenario? And the I, I was actively at this. I was actively watching when that happened, and uh, you know, to me, I didn't see really anything in it. Like you said, shoulder to shoulder, man to man. I don't. He didn't go. He didn't charge him anything like that. He was was holding his, you know, his yeah, ground. What well, I don't know what else he could have done besides step out of the way, which you're not going to do in that situation. Right. So it's just like it's one of those calls that I'm not going to agree with the referee on it. But all of a sudden now we're not chasing one nothing in a game we have to win. We're now chasing two nothing in the game right. we have to win. 
Right. And that's where the worry starts to come in a little bit still. I'm like, okay, you know, it, it, things haven't fallen apart or anything like that. Yeah. And, and now the Southern States players that are warming up are making comments at us. Yes. To right. Talk a little trash. Yeah. We make some subs right after that. Right. I believe it is Savio Pelucci and Jed Bowman come in. Mm-hmm. Nick Herb and Angus Taylor go out. Right. Uh, I thought Angus had a pretty good game with his usual pressure. I thought he mm-hmm. had a couple of good moments. We have one, a ball go over the top. Savio almost gets a chance to score a goal. Keeper makes a good save again on it. And all of a sudden, 10 minutes later, they're streaking down the right-hand side. They cut inside. Alex Smith goes it down for a tackle inside the box. Looks clean. Looks like he right. doesn't make any contact whatsoever. Yeah, I didn't, didn't see a thing from our angle either. Obviously, we're a little bit further away, but still. Like, I, I, I don't see anything wrong. Ref immediately calls for a penalty again. Right, and that's not, and that's not me even being, you know, you know, an Armada fan or anything else like that. I can honestly hold my right, my right hand up, say from where I was at, didn't see anything in that at all. Yeah, like we'll admit that, like I'll admit, like the little uh, Tom red card in the beginning, that was probably a, or the correct call. It that was my right. first in, initial thought with that. Michael right. Thomas, uh, or when he got his second yellow in the Open mm-hmm. Cup, I thought that was the right call. Like it, it's right. I I gotta completely disagree with the ref on this. From our angle, it looked like it was nothing in it. And here's All what the sad sudden, thing is: we, we'll never know. There's, yeah, there's no, there is no replay to watch. Yeah, shame on you, Southern States. Or yeah, or whoever, whoever's whoever's the uh, the offender here as far as getting that set up. It, it's a Saturday game. It's a team. It's the top two teams in the conference. Advertise your uh, promote your product. Come on, man. Right. right so you right. spend all this money on a beautiful field and a beautiful uh, stadium, trying to build something there. Promote your team. Put it on a stream. And you can't, you can't, you can't get that right. I mean, yeah. And we had a, so, a, a fairly, uh, you know, we had we had you know, watch party here in Jacksonville that they weren't able to see. So yeah, a lot of disappointed so, folks. So Hoyo steps up again. He gets another PK. He's on nine for the season. And all of a sudden, we're down 3 nothing. The boys kept fighting. We, we were pushing up a little more. Yeah. We had a couple more set pieces in the 72nd minute. Um, we had a corner from the opposite side that we were on, so that would have been left of the keeper. And Redmore and Shanley crashing into the box. Shanley gets his head on it, puts it in the back of the net. 3-1. There's hope. There's life. We actually almost have another opportunity playing the ball over the top to Cole Reason over on the left. Streaking down that that side. He has an inside touch. Gets past the, the, the right back. And he kicks it. The keeper blocks it yeah. high. And then they call it a goal kick. They thought The referee thought the keeper didn't touch it. And I don't know... If that keeper, was one. I don't if, know how he missed that. If the keeper didn't touch that, that was in. It was one or the yeah. other. It couldn't be the keeper. Not if the keeper didn't touch that, that ball was in the net. Yeah, granted, they, they, when when Cole kicked it, he was probably um, two feet away from the keeper. Yeah, but it man, made, like that, it that ball made, went almost even, straight up into the air. It even made a sound 
when the when the keeper hit it. Yeah, and they, they didn't call offsides on it. They called a goal kick. So call, yeah, then that's what I originally thought it was. I thought it was an offsides. Yeah, and which, then, which no, I, I don't know like how that would be because they 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 were playing deep with their back line at that point in time because they were up three three one. Right. So that that was a moment that we almost got the second one back, and then there was another one where. I think it was Toby McCollum had a, a no, it was Alex Smith that had a run right through the defense, right, and it ended up beating like three or four uh, Southern States players and getting around and put a shot on goal uh, just to be deflected out for a corner, right. Like was... we were, we were still fighting. We were still in this game. Yeah, and credit credit to all the boys for for keeping in there with the fight because yeah, I can hold my right hand up again and say they did not give up. You didn't see anybody's heads hanging. Uh, they were just you know business as usual, going right at it. It was yeah, and you saw yeah. nobody nobody pitching a fit, nobody nobody crying, nobody you know beating the ground, anything like that. It was just getting getting down to business and getting on with it. Yeah. No, they were they were pushing. They they had to play a little more wide open at that moment um, because they were trying to get back in the game. And then in the 70th minute, they got caught with that playing wide open, trying to get that second goal back. Ball was played. They switched the field from the left to the right. And I don't know who that Southern States player was, but he had one hell of a cross right into the middle of the right in the center of the box, and Hoyos got his head to it and just buries that ball. Yeah. yeah. There was and no no saving that one. At, at the at that moment, it just yep. You could tell that this was going to be a long drive back for us. As yeah, supporters. in fact, my eyes twitching right now thinking about all this. It's uh, yeah, it's, so, it's hard but, to hard to go. I put a lot of this out of my head since I was driving on the drive back. That's one of the reasons I wanted to drive on the drive back last night uh, was uh, to not have oh, to that, think that, about. That that's coming up. We're we're still in the game, man. We're, that's only four one. See, I don't even want to. I don't. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Okay, can we just say uh, Benjamin Cam scored in the ninetieth minute to make it five one? Let's yeah. just leave it there. Yeah, Let's get... I'll, I'll just say the Armada was still pushing for another goal. Yeah, and they got caught on the counter again. And honestly, I'm I'm telling Jake like uh, Jake's like, oh, you can't concede anymore. And I literally like thirty seconds before that, I was like. Uh, four one five one. It doesn't even matter at this, at this point. point. Just, right. ju- just, just gives Tommy more. Uh, uh, if we're gonna lose this game, let let the coaches give. Uh, let them get one more so t- the coaches can really uh, right. give it to them. <laughs> and let's game. let's talk about after the match. Uh, one thing that I was really impressed by and touched by every player, and I say every player from you know even even the guys that didn't start came over to each one of us individually and apologized every player and staff and staff they had the all tommy and the other two coaches and lewis freaking like every single like right rich like every single person was like sorry we couldn't do better like right and uh, it, it wasn't Alex like Smith was the first one down there right and it wasn't and like something was, it wasn't like something you use sports where they go, oh, good game, shake a hand or whatever, right? It was genuine. Yeah, everybody had a little bit to add, and I was was completely touched by that. Another yeah, it, thing, it's, there, there, there's three things that is going to happen at that moment when you get your when you lose five one. Everyone's going to feel defeated and just like 
like just quit, which they didn't. Right. They're going to hold their head down, which they didn't. Nope. Or they're going to be so pissed off that they're going to be locked in for the next time. Right. And so, and that's what was locked in. Right. And and another thing that that I was uh, not necessarily taken aback by, but I really have a lot of respect for for Tommy and the staff is, um, they all went across the field and stood and watched uh, Southern States uh, celebrate. Yeah, the, they they had the the supporters shoot. shield. Shield. What? Nor, yeah, the shield for the conference regular yeah. season title. And as Southern States were blasting, all I do is win. Yeah, uh, they were sitting there and soaking in. The Armada players were soaking in the moment. Then Southern States goes upstairs to their uh, executive balcony. Balcony, and they play the champions. Right, they the all champions. Jumped. Yeah, they all jump, did the jump, did the dance. And at that moment, I was hoping the balcony would collapse. I know that's very mean of me. Um, said that more out of hate than anything else, but. It was you. Know, it was tough to watch. We stood there and watched it as well. But and I'll tell you one thing for any like Tallahassee per, people listening, the the players warming up, they have no respect for Tallahassee, even though that no. Tallahassee has beaten them once this year and drew came back and drew a game that they were down to nothing with them. Right. Their 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 words were, eh, eh. they're in right. fourth place. We're not right. worried about them, right? Because we were telling them, "Hey, can't be, can't even beat Tallahassee," you know? because they they literally say, "Oh, guess you guys are gonna have to make the drive back next week." It's like, huh? Never know. You're gonna have to beat Pensacola first, and uh, you're, you're gonna have to beat Tallahassee. Like, we're not worried about Tallahassee. And you know what? And that's something of the culture of I think of Southern states. Uh, if you remember the uh, last playoff game played um, played here in Jacksonville against Southern states, there were some uh, some words exchanged between a uh, Armada staff family member and one of their reserve players same sort of situation talking trash across the fence yeah graceful horrible terrible yeah you know and, and this and is then, the same this is the same team that the roots accused them of uh well right racist yep. comments so yep. so like i said i it's, I, it, I, I have you know, no proof that they did it but it's right where there's smoke there's fire and i've seen stuff yeah. with my, i've seen stuff with my own eyes you know i hate to, to point the finger and do stuff like that i mean we've we've talked some crap but hey we're fans we're not players we don't represent the club <sighs> and that really just put those kind of those two things together just now um what happened here at home last season and then now you know them kind of be, kind of being a little trash it's not even really trash it's just being being nasty um yeah. i do have to give credit to one of their players uh ian was giving him a lot of grief. He's the right back. Yeah, the right back. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, he, he's apparently Scottish. Uh, so he and he and Ian were were trading some stuff as as play was going on, and he came over and then thanked Ian and gave Ian a pat on the back. So that's that's a classic. But that's one thing, right? There wasn't wasn't you know being nasty. It's just kind of the way the run of things and the way things go, right? It's banter, if you will. But right. uh, yeah, they, but they seem to have just a little bit of a nasty attitude. Call. Yeah, no, number seven was uh, one that he, I think he's a little full of himself for the right for their team, right? Because if, if anybody's ever been in the section with us, we especially like when we were at Episcopal, we were right behind the bench. You know, we would talk stuff and things like that. And a lot of it's lighthearted and like that. You know, and there's laughs and stuff and things like that. But then there's some people who take some of that personally, 
and then they give they sort of give that back a little bit and you know so the the player that you were talking about mm-hmm. that for that was classy i think he, he was jack henderson okay yeah so props to him i think he was number six number seven who uh uh kind of a the opposite of that, Devontae yeah. Willoughby Williams is Ooh, what's yeah, listed on the. Yeah, he looked like a Devontae Willoughby Williams, you know, from, in my mind. Yeah, he has three names. Come on. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. So, <laughs> so if match is over. We have to hop in the car. Say goodbyes. Just no. Take let, let, let's pause oh, wait. that real quick. Oh, wait. oh yeah. Sorry. There, there was yep. another game. Of the... let, well, first, thoughts on the match. I don't want to talk about it. It's in okay. the past. It's gone. No. Season season starts today. Player of the I, match. Uh, one thing as okay, player of the match. Uh, I in, in a match like this, it's really really hard. I would go with uh, Miles Shanley because he was the goal scorer, and then uh, Edu with the assist. That's about the only bright part of this game. Yeah, that I can take away from that. I, I thought it, Cole did well too. Yeah. Okay, he, so he who's getting? Okay, let's cut to the chase. Because, like I said, this is really great on me. Because I don't even want. I want to put all this behind me. Who is your player of the match? Which Dan already knows because he's looking at the same thing I am. Santiago Hoyos. Oh dear. Okay. Prince others. I was going to rip on you. I was going to rip on you, but I'm not going to rip on you. But I'm just going to move on from that. So. (laughs) All right. So there was another game in the Gulf Coast Conference, Pensacola and New Orleans, that kicked off a little bit before that. If New Orleans won, they'd be the three seed. If Pensacola won, they would be the three seed. If it was a draw, Tallahassee would be the three seed, and New Orleans would be the four seed. But what happened? Tell us what happened, Derek. Pensacola won two nothing. So it sets up in for the standings. After everything's all said and done, Southern States was first with two point three points per game. Jacksonville Armada second with two points per game. Pensacola climbs to third with one point four points per game. Tallahassee in fourth will point 1.4 points per game, but the first tiebreaker is head to head, which Pensacola, I think, uh, I think they won one and drew one, so they they have the uh, season um, advantage. Fifth okay. place was the Jesters with 1.2 points per game. Okay. Sixth place was AFC Mobile mm-hmm. with zero points per game and zero goal differential. Seventh place Florida Roots who freaking quit on the conference. Yeah. Yeah, Shame on you too. Through boo to them. Yeah. And still, I'd like to believe that AFC Mobile uh, finished ahead of yeah. Florida Roots. So we'll have to revisit in another episode to go back and look at what our predictions were. Uh, I think you, me, and Brian, as far as what the standings were going to be at the end of the season. I don't remember off the top of my head, but we'll, we'll look next episode. We'll look at that and see how everybody fared. I think you had it. You had Southern States fourth. I think I had them third, mm-hmm. and Brian had them second or third, and I think we all had Armada on top. So. Yeah, so we all failed there. I, I think Brian may not have had Armada on top, actually. Yeah, Brian, well, Brian picked the Jesters to win the conference. Okay. Uh, all right, swing and a miss there. Yeah, so at least our teams are still in it all right. for the playoffs. So, But playoffs, we could... Talk about the playoffs. No one can tell me don't talk about the playoffs no more. We can talk about the, we can talk about the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. So, so how, how how does that shake out? All right. So Southern State's the top seed because of that Pensacola win tally drops to four. 
So Tallahassee on Wednesday travels up to Hattiesburg to play Southern States. How the game shaked out. The first game was Tallahassee at home. They won one nothing with an 85, 85th minute from Alejandro Padilla. In the second game, which happened uh, right before we played Tallahassee at home, ended up with a 2-2 draw. Southern States jumped out with a 2-0 lead with goals by Andreas Perez de Garcia-Gonzalez in the fifth minute and a seventh-minute goal from Brian Torres. After that, Tallahassee dominated that game. Um, they got two goals, one from Kevin Lowe in the 57th minute, one from Stafford Dowling in the 77th minute. I don't think Cousin Cy was there yet, for those who have listened to a few episodes. Oh, Cousin Cy! Yeah, so that's a big game. Where was that game held? What? Where, where was it played? Who's the home team? It, it, it's playing playing in Hattiesburg, Southern States. No, 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 the no, home the, 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 no, the home game yesterday for Tallahassee. Uh, Tallahassee didn't play yesterday. Oh, Tallahassee didn't play yesterday. I'm sorry. Yeah, they, they, they wrapped up their last game against Pensacola. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, a week ago. So, sorry, 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 sorry. What's your predictions on that Southern States Tallahassee match? In my heart of hearts, got to be Tallahassee. I'll be disappointed if Tallahassee doesn't do it. Reality, they're going to have a tough time getting past Southern States. So, my reality, I think Tallahassee is the better team. I know we just got our, uh, just ended up on the worst loss that I can remember from a Tommy K coach team. And probably our worst loss since Tony Miola was coach for any Armada-based team. But Tallahassee, the eye test, tells me they're better. The fact that they've played home-and-home home with them. They probably got that one two one nothing win kind of overlooked. That Southern State's probably overlooked Tallahassee, just like they're overlooking them again. Well, that was, that, was one, that was one player overlooking it. I don't know if they're going to go into it with that same mentality this time around. We'll see. But Tallahassee's rested. They they haven't played in a week True. now. True. And Southern True. States just played yesterday, uh, Saturday, and they turn around and play Wednesday. Granted, they don't have to make the trip. Right. But I think Tallahassee wins that game, which would be kind of disappointing to me because I want our team to beat those guys. Like, I just... Like I, I want to drop an f bomb right now with uh, um, with yeah. how how badly I want them to beat yeah, them. I got like you. It, it's um it, it's I it will I be you. so much sweeter to to go to go back to Hattiesburg next week. I'll, I'll make that drive back there and to to just put the nail in the the coffin of their season. Uh, I want. I know. I, physically, I will not be able to do that. There will be a vacation. Holy poor planning on my part. So, I, I will. So, but before we get there, before we can even play Southern States or Tallahassee, we have a home game this Wednesday against Pensacola FC, who finished in third place. They've won their last two games. We've beaten them both games. We had a 2-1 win at Bishop Kenny, where they jumped out to a 1-0 lead from a goal in the 16th minute from Michael Lightborn. We had a goal from Giancarlo Vaccaro in the 40th minute. Keegan Anselin had that 68th minute goal um, right after coming on. Edu Coimbra missed uh, that header that almost put us up 3-1. to um, I think Pensacola only had three shots that whole game. We had a very dominant game for that one. And then a couple weeks ago, we made the trip to Pensacola. Salo da Silva 
Scored two goals, one in the 25th, one in the 28th minute. We won that game 2-0, first clean sheet on the year. Second half, we absorbed a lot of pressure. If they would have put any balls on goal, that would have um, would have been a little scary on us winning that game. Right. But, yeah. What, what's, what's your predictions? Uh, I have a feeling we will win, but it's going to be close. Okay. Um, looking at maybe... Uh, put it, put it down. Put me down for two one. Okay, I think our team is going to be pissed. I think they're going to be locked in. I think they're going to be focused, and I feel bad for Pensacola. Was... I, I, I think we win or nothing. Like it, it's like it might. It actually, it might be worse than New Orleans. I think we'll. I think we're going to look to uh, to not only get up quick. I think we're going to look to step on their throat, put them away early, and everyone wants that game with Southern State. So I'll, it's I'll have a better idea when I see what lineup we're putting out there. Yeah, you know, I until, do expect until I see this that to be our B team, so that because the next game is going to be on Saturday. I don't know, but would it being our B team would that be taking Pensacola a little too lightly? No, because that's what Tommy did. Last season, the year before, which the year before we lost in the first game to the Jesters in the playoffs, but the 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 A team would be for the conference championship. The A team would be for the South Regional Championship. <sighs> A team would be for well, for the like, again. It, it's, he, again, he does the squad rotation. Again, That's what I can't, he does. I can't think that far ahead. Um, I'm I'm most worried about you know what we're going to do on Wednesday, and I'm still a little bit shell shocked from yesterday, from last night. It doesn't even seem like it was last night. It seems like it was, you know, a, a few days well, ago, and I'm still trying, still reeling from it. Well, I feel like it's still today because we we literally left the game, left the stadium probably close to ten o'clock, and then drove two hours back to Mobile, just so we only have a uh, five and a half six hour drive on Sunday morning. Yeah, let's talk. Let's um talk about that trip back. So yeah, we drive back to uh, Mobile. We get. We catch a tr- uh, we get caught at the train. We luckily dodge the rain. Um, there's like no lights uh, along any of the roads and highways that are going on, windy roads, and just yeah. such a long, long hour and a half. And like just sitting there in the car. Luckily, Dan did the driving back. And then we get to our hotel, check in. Got a duct tape stove yeah, <laughs> at the residence. It was a suite, the suite with the kitchen, and the uh, stove was the the glass top of the stove was duct taped together. Yeah, it was, thank it was goodness, weird. Thank goodness we weren't doing any cooking. There were doors yeah. that wouldn't shut. Yeah, all, all the all the cabinets and drawers in the room in the room part that I was in, off to the side. Like you close it and then it rolls back out. It was. Yeah, it's a very weird. odd place. Like that, that hotels need of a remodel in a bad yeah, way. Yeah, so we got got a, got a few hours sleep. We wake up and the hotel next door's got like eight cop cars outside. Of yeah, it. so something happened. Somebody was partying at the hotel next door into the early hours, apparently. And we looked to leave at like six thirty, so we could like grab breakfast on the way out. Like yeah. they tell us, breakfast not there till seven. It's like, man, this is this is just not our yeah. trip. <laughs> yeah, so we hit the road, grab something. What time did we get? Uh... Well, shit, we even on the way back we ended up hitting a part where uh, all lanes closed. We had to detour off the highway. 
Right. That was the the only really really bad road trip problem was was that it really wasn't that bad. It would have been bad if we got caught in that. I'm just saying, like it, it's just it felt like there was so much that didn't go right on this trip. Well, no, I've had much worse happen on, on, <laughs> but, on away trips for sure. This one was fairly smooth. Yeah, yeah, I know that, but it's just it it was just one of those that like okay, th- this trip is over, it's done with, and. We can hit the reset button because we're about to go on a freaking run, and yeah, like you know, like like I said, the season starts today, right? Yes. So it's clean slate. We go, we go next, as we used to say on the basketball courts. We go next. Yep. So here we go. So we'll see what happens. I'd rather just put this behind me, not think about it. I don't know if I'm ever going to go back to Hattiesburg. Like I said, zero and two. I'm zero two again, but if if we win and Southern States wins next week. As long as I have my uh, dog sitter, I'll be there. Yeah, so we'll see. But hey, let's not think that far ahead. We got to get past Pittsburgh so, first. So. Right. Quick turnaround though. Uh, match uh, this week is Wednesday at an- another venue for the Armada, Evan Waters College. Uh, apparently, there was a schedule conflict at UNF, so we'll be playing at our what third location uh, this season. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see a new facility over there. Haven't been there, so it'll be nice to see. And rumor has it is they have the facility rented for Saturday as well. Yeah, you got just in case Tallahassee does win and we do advance. So yeah, if plan on Edwards College, Edwards Waters College, both games this week. If we play two games this week here in Jacksonville. All right, so. We will see everybody at Everwaters College on Wednesday. Anything else to add before we go? Just keep grinding, boys. If you're listening to this, keep grinding. We'll get through this. We'll win this next one. One thing of note, uh, I thought I would bring this up. I was was reading something earlier. Uh, Guy Baskerville will not be playing for (laughs) Tallahassee this week. That is Guy Baskerville. Guy Bakersfield, I don't know. Guy Baskerville will not be playing as he's serving his red card suspension. Those do roll into the playoffs. Oh, man. Yeah, so Tallahassee. Yeah, funny, we, funny how you should bring that up, Dan. Oh, I just just thought I would bring that up. Uh, you know, I yeah, I don't usually bring the hard news, right? So uh, remember that is Guy Baskerville, like as in the Hounds of Baskerville. That is correct. The uh, the uh, perennial uh, work of fiction by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Thank you very much. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode of No Power No Podcast. We're going to end this with a go Armada, almost Armada. Peace out. Bye. Go